this is WTM. Watch this movie. What? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, good for you. Oh, wait. I ain't drinking up. First, you gotta do the Trump shot. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. W-G-M. Watch this movie. You ready to roll? Sure. All right, let's do it. Welcome back to another edition of WTM Watch This Movie. I am Eric Mulder. You're sorry. Check my shorts for Christ's sake. Joining me once again is Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T. Yep. Chicken dippers! Chicken dippers are becoming more relevant the longer you have it, I think. <laughs> People are being held at gunpoint for chicken these days. <laughs> I need a chicken sandwiches <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> clip, I guess. <laughs> We're out of chicken sandwiches. We have some chicken dippers if you... <laughs> No, everybody wants sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You know, I didn't even go to the Popeyes that's over by my place because I just assume they're out. I think they announced that they uh, they're out nationally. Mm-hmm. I think they're completely sold out for the last like two weeks. I think they're completely out. Somebody should have bought one and then froze it. Tried to sell it on eBay. Well, there was a man, I believe it was in Alabama, who has filed a lawsuit against Popeyes mm-hmm. because he drove all over the state looking for a sandwich, and he didn't get one. And in the process, he got a flat tire. And <laughs> at one store, a person posing as an employee offered to sell him a chicken sandwich for $25. And then the guy ran off with his $25. <laughs> and so he is suing Popeyes for $5,000. That's it? Figured he'd pump those numbers up a bit. He's probably trying to get on Judge Judy because that's the small claims limit to get on Judge <laughs> Judy. That's the max. Mm. All right. Well, enough about chicken dippers. Let's get to the topic at hand. We are kicking off our horror extravaganza with a movie leftovers episode of Motel Hell from 1980. Motel Hell. It's a bit of a satire. Yeah, it's a bit of a spoof on uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you don't know that going in, it's a, it's a little confusing. The, the tone is a little confusing going in. If you don't know that, it's kind of a comedy. Because mm-hmm. I didn't, the first time I watched it, like, I didn't realize that was the case. So I'm like, this really isn't scary, but it's fucking weird how they're delivering these lines. <laughs> and yeah. there's some there's some really like strange things that happen in the movie that are just out there that uh are obviously in retrospect for a comedic effect. Mm-hmm. Cuz in the first Texas Chainsaw, it's obviously alluded to that they're serving people in the barbecue at the uh, gas station yeah so they kind of take that idea and just kind of run with it make it more of a comedy Mm -hmm. and there's chainsaws at the end there's a lot of horror elements to it also but uh yeah Mm -hmm. 
we mentioned on the last episode, or uh, one of our recent episodes, our design for the horror extravaganza, which is available at teespring.com slash stores slash WTM watch this movie, is at least in part inspired by Motel Hell's mm-hmm. climactic scene. Dueling chainsaws. And lots of blood. Let's uh, get to the details here. This was directed by Kevin Connor, who hasn't done a whole lot else that I recognize. Uh, the Land That Time Forgot from 74. Um, I mean, at least I've heard of that. Is that the one they uh, remade with Will Ferrell? Um, seems that way. Similar a, plot. Did a ton of uh, TV movies the last decade. Uh, the film was written by Robert Jaff, Stephen Charles Jaff, Tim... I think it's Jaffe. Jaffe? wasn't sure. Well, I, I assume it's Jaffe, but... Maybe it's Jaffe. It's the whole Jaffe <laughs> clan. Like, yeah. two of them wrote it, and, like, five of them produced it. Tim Tutrello, Tutrello and Frank Cudolo are both uncredited. Starring... Rory Calhoun as Vincent Smith, Paul Link as Bruce Smith, Nancy Parsons as Ida Smith, Nina Axelrod as Terry, Wolfman Jack as Reverend Billy. There's a bit of a local connection. Uh, wasn't born here, but he did kind of get a start in radio in Minneapolis. Did he? was he? here for a few years, yeah. Oh, yeah? Sure did. He's also the one that got uh, Weird Al Yankovic his start. Ah, that's right. Thanks, uh, thanks, VH1's behind the music <laughs> for that tidbit. Uh, Circa two thousand one. Yeah, Wolfman. Um, yeah, uh, Elaine Joyce as Edith Olson, Dick Curtis as Guy Robert, and the first TV preacher as well. Uh, Monique Saint Pierre as Debbie. Roseanne Caton as Susie. Mr. John Ratzenberger as the drummer of the band that gets taken. Mark Silver is the guitarist. Michael Melvin was Ivan. That's about it for main cast. Synopsis. A seemingly friendly farmer and his sister kidnap unsuspecting travelers and bury them alive, using them to create the special meat they are famous for. That's a very spoilerly, spoilerly, Third time's a charm. You ever have that? Word you can't get? (laughs) Spoilerly. (laughs) Synopsis. It is. But also you could say the the tagline on the poster is, it takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent Fritters. Yeah, but that doesn't give away that they're cannibals. I guess, but... They have people planted in the ground in front of them in the picture. <laughs> so, I, I mean, one could make that leap. Not that it's overly obvious, but... I don't know. I haven't seen the trailer. I assume the trailer gives away everything. <laughs> Probably. So, let's get into it here. Pretty much opens with... Is open with one of Wolfman Jack's... Uh, what do you want to call it? Soliloquies? Because <laughs> uh, there's that other TV preacher as well. I think the other TV preacher is on first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're at the uh, 
It opens with the sign, the billboard for Farmer Vincent's Smoked Meats. Mm-hmm. This is it. <laughs> this is the tagline. Uh, yeah, they own and operate Motel Hello. The O <laughs> seems to not be lit very often. It yeah, seems to burn out and the, flicker. It's a neon sign, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think it starts with uh, with Farmer Vincent uh, heading out with his shotgun looking to do some hunting. Or so we thought. Well, he's hunting. It's just not animals. That's true. And, uh, you know, you see a motorcycle with a sidecar. Mm-hmm. Love a good sidecar. Sidecar's empty, but the girl's riding bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, Brett. <laughs> is that not the uh, the correct term in motorcycle lingo? the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> I don't. It's not, a, it's not a guy who built the railroads. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a member of a motorcycle club, so just casually observing that seems to be the uh, vernacular that they would use mm-hmm. in their community. <laughs> now I don't want to appropriate that vena- vernacular, <laughs> but. She, well, she's riding behind the driver, mm-hmm. uh, which they call riding bitch. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so the, what happens? The motorcycle wrecks. Yeah, it's going around a corner and it loses control. I think it. Uh, I think he had a chain out there, mm-hmm. and uh, it got the wheels got caught up in the chain and it it rolled over and the guy seems dead, mm-hmm. and Farmer Vincent just. Plucks him up, puts him in the back of his pickup truck, and he goes checks on the girl, and she's alive. Mm-hmm. And he's very thankful for God. Yeah, he's very adamant that it's a sign from alive. God. <laughs> it's hard to tell how sincere he is throughout the whole movie because he seems like in his words he seems really sincere, mm-hmm. but then it's like maybe he's not. Maybe he's in on the joke. And uh, also, I mean, that's a little confusing, but what I find more confusing is his relationship with his sister, because she seems very jealous of Terry. And so it's like, so were they, you know, it's typical Southern stereotype. Are they, are you supposed to think that they've been sleeping together and he's found this, you know, young, hot blonde that he wants to uh, sleep with and whatnot. First time viewing you have to figure out your your own self that they're brother and sister uh-huh because it's not abundantly clear until later into the movie yeah they just make it seem like they're a kind of an older happy couple yeah so to say although the age difference between the smith siblings is pretty <laughs> severe because <laughs> farmer vincent looks like he's on death's door mm-hmm. and then uh What's uh, Ida looks like she's probably forties or fifties, maybe. And uh, Bruce, Bruce is probably in his twenties or thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of age ranges going on there. I mean, Bruce Smith would go on to be the all-time sax leader in NFL <laughs> history. <laughs> well, his record was broken after when he retired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Fact check me if I'm wrong. Lawrence, well, Lawrence Taylor has the record, doesn't he, for all time? No, it's 
I think uh, Bruce Smith had it, and then somebody more recent might have might have beat him. I'll look it up right now. All right. So yeah, the uh, the whole Smith clan is a uh, very kind of a odd dynamic. You got uh, you got Farmer Vincent who looks very old, and then uh, the two other siblings who. Ida's always eating whipped cream for some reason. I don't, I don't understand that. She puts it on everything. <laughs> it's like Frank's. Sure does. It's like Frank's Red Hot. Because <laughs> their slogan is "I put that shit on everything." But uh, so yeah, Vincent he he puts the uh, the biker in the bed of his truck. He takes the girl in and uh, you know puts her back in Granny's old room. And uh, Ida's pretty jealous, as we mentioned. Oh, figured it out. Lawrence Taylor's not even close. It is Bruce Smith with 200 sacks. Reggie White's two behind at 198. Okay. Kevin Green, 160. Julius Peppers, 159. And Minnesota Viking Chris Dolman at 150 and a half. Okay. So, yeah, nobody's even close to him. Mm -hmm. That's active. DeMarcus Ware is 138. I think Bruce Smith had the single season record, and that got beat by uh, Strahan or somebody. Uh, yeah, when Favre laid down for him. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Favre lays down for absolutely nobody. So anyways, Ida, super jealous. Find out her name is Terry mm-hmm. once she wakes up. But uh, they don't have time to uh, bitch and complain about it because they got some customers checking out. Mm-hmm. I got a clip from that. And they are all about getting Farmer Vincent's meats. Get some of that smoked s- meat. Smoked meat. <laughs> oh, <nothing. laughs> it was just a canned sound. <laughs> so all the people in the ground sound like because their vocal cords are cut. <laughs> yeah, very surgically. They're very... Uh, Precise. All right, here's the real clip. We'd like to continue to enjoy your meat, Mr. Smith. Where could we purchase some? Well, look no further, folks. If you'll uh, just step right over here. Here, try one of these. Oh. Mm. Now, this is our souvenir sampler box. No chemicals or preservatives, just 100% honest-to-goodness hickory smoked meat. And you get all this for just $2.95. a hell of a deal. That's pretty cheap. Although, it's 1980. I don't know what the con- yeah. inflation conversion is. But he got he gave him a big-ass sample box. Mm-hmm. Well, he keeps it regional so he can keep the quality up and the prices <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> That's how he does it. All right, then I think I have another clip to the end of that scene where he walks the family out. The little girls had gone off adventuring around the farm, and they're going through, I guess, the, what would you call it? The smoker's inside of, like, a barn. It's like a smokehouse, yeah. Yeah. Or slaughterhouse, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Because they slaughter them there, and then they... Then they smoke them in the back room. Mm -hmm. And uh, can we... I just want to say... Why do people dress their kids in the same fucking outfit? <laughs> well, see, that's you bring that up because they're, pretty, they're twin girls, right? 
This is 1980. Shining came out in 1980. So I'm thinking maybe this was a play on that. You know, I watched The Shining recently, and the girls in that movie aren't twins. Yeah, they're similar, but not identical. Everybody thinks that. No, well, like one was like eight and the other was six, they said. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because one is a little bigger than the other. Yeah, because they mentioned it at the beginning. Like, oh, yeah, the family died. He had two daughters. One was eight, one was six. And, uh, oh, yeah, so uh, food's down here. Bring the missus. Uh, She'll be cooking everything Mm because she's a woman. And it's 1979, so, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, that was a guy died. You okay with that? Mm-hmm. But the the girls in here are twin sisters, right? I, I don't remember now. I don't think they said. But I meant, like, did they look identical? I can't remember. Well, I, I assume they're now. sisters. Well, but... I know that. I don't know if they're identical twins or just sisters like The Shining. But they're just the same, so I figured it was a, a play on The Shining. Probably. But the... People that dress their kids, especially if they're twins, don't mm. don't put your twins in the same outfit. <laughs> they're hard enough to tell apart as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're uh, playing around in there, and Ida scares them wearing a pig head. <laughs> Start screaming at them, and they run out screaming like hell. Which they just have a, a hollowed out pig head <laughs> for special occasions laying around that they could wear as a like a helmet or a mask. <laughs> Like a like a mascot head, foreshadowing for later. Yes. And so the girls they're freaking out. They're running out screaming, and they jump in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. And the grown ups are trying to talk. All right, here it is. A little souvenir for your station wagon. Oh, nice. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Good gracious! I've never seen him act like that before. What is it, children? I'll calm him down for you. (laughs) You folks come back and see us again real soon. It was a pleasure. (laughs) First, I want to point out he's like, here's a little souvenir for him. Here's a little souvenir for you. And just slaps a bumper sticker on the front of his car (laughs) like a fucking asshole. Oh, thanks. <laughs> like they had a nice, or at least looked pretty new for the time. Yeah. Was, Late seventies car. It was, it was in good condition. Wagon, yeah. All clean. And he just, it's not even perfectly even. He just kind of slaps it haphazardly <laughs> on the front bumper and like in the corner. Uh, and who puts the bumper stickers on the front? <laughs> People who <laughs> fill up the backside with bumper stickers. <laughs> I don't think we caught a, a clip of the back of the car. So we I, didn't tell I don't think he had any bumper stickers on it. Mm-hmm. So uh, joke's on him, I guess. Really fucks up the resale value on that. I know. Those things are hard to get off. Mm-hmm. You still see uh, some uh, John McCain 2008 stickers around here. Every once in a while, you'll see a Bush Cheney <laughs> before. <laughs> like they've had this car quite a while. Sometimes you'll see a Wellstone sticker, and he's been dead for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. But those are the people that are you know, carrying out his memory. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, a few uh, John Kerry stickers. Mm-hmm. Kerry Edwards. Yep. 04. Or uh, some Obata, Obama Biden ones. And I'm like, you guys won. You can take it off. You can buy a new car. <laughs> <laughs> 
so anyway, yeah, he scares the hell out of the girls into being calm. Apparently, which <laughs> makes no sense. And then he's like laughing about it. <laughs> Come back real soon. <laughs> Come back so I can traumatize your children again. I don't know. Maybe the kids were just wetting themselves, and they're just like, uh, couldn't scream and pee at the same time. That's about when the sheriff comes around, isn't it? Yeah, we find out. Is that it a deputy sheriff or is he the sheriff? I, he's the sheriff. Okay. He's the head sheriff in charge. HSIC. <laughs> <laughs> he's a. Uh... Oh, wait. Is that an acronym that's ever been used before? Not with sheriff in there. <laughs> <laughs> Did it play an H I C K? No. Hick. Head blank in charge. You've never heard of that? Well, yeah, I've heard of that. I thought when you said he's the head, I thought you were gonna say Honcho. Have you ever heard of uh Slim Thug? <laughs> <laughs> Call me Sarge, I'm the head blank in charge. <laughs> Call me Sarge. Is that the name of a song or a lyric? Like a boss. <laughs> That's a lyric from Like a Boss. Okay. The uh, gotta, Lonely Island, Like a Boss? You, no, you got to listen to the uncensored one with the lady shouting obscen- uh, obscenities at him throughout the entire thing. You tell him something like you the boss. Yeah, <laughs> she's she drops the n word quite a bit. I see. So it's something for the kids. He's uh he's the H he's the H N I C. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured that out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we find out that's Bruce, yeah, the other shows sibling, up. shows up, just hundred miles an hour with the lights and sirens going like it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. But it's not. He's just coming up to say hi. Then <laughs> <laughs> he discovers that blonde. Well, it's kind of an emergency because I think he's coming to talk about the the motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, <laughs> Vincent tells him, "Yeah, you know, I because uh, this is when Terry's filled in on what happened. He goes, I buried him this morning. <laughs> right? Figured he had enough going on. You know? Yeah, he's like, he died this morning. I buried him at sunrise." I was just helping the coroner out. <laughs> well, you didn't want to see him. He was in bad shape. Mm-hmm. Should we mention, too, Bruce kind of sneaks his way into the uh, the motel, and Ida jumps on his back with a butcher knife around <laughs> his neck. <laughs> and then she's like, don't scare me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Having Ida on your back is a bit of a load. She's a, she's a big one. Mm-hmm. She's body positive. Yep. I think and it, she's into bondage. <laughs> so we'll find out later. Yeah. But yeah, so they go show Terry the uh, the grave for Bo, her boyfriend, who Bo looked about in his 50s or 60s also. He looked considerably older than Terry. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Vincent thought he had a chance. Like I said, Vincent is on death's door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. It does look older. To me, he looks... He's got to be in his 70s. I don't know about that. Well, let's see what Rory Calhoun was when he uh, he's the like, film came out. He's like a 1980-59, which is uh, 
was born in 22. So, he's not even, not so even he 60. Fif- he would have been 58. 58. <laughs> I thought it would be early 60s. Like I said, uh, 1980, 58 <laughs> to 2019-75. <laughs> Died 99 at age 76. He looks so fucking old in this movie. He like just the way he talks too. Like it, he's lived a rough life. I don't know though. I mean, you look at his picture on IMDb. It looks like he was had good looks for his generation. That type of a thing. Yeah, and a lot of old. The picture's also from like shows nine, in nineteen fifty. Yeah, I liked when he was feeding the pigs. He was doing the suey, suey. Mm-hmm. Good old fashioned farmer calls. Yeah, used to have those on the uh, farm growing up. <laughs> Grew up in a hog farm. Did so you, did you enter the contest? I did not. So I used to think it was just a weird thing that we did, and then I think on ESPN two one day I saw some like national animal call competition people just yelling you know and one of them was like suey yeah our first dog's name was suey <laughs> so that kind of made sense but isn't that the uh, arkansas razorbacks call might be i'm not sure i don't know but uh yeah familiar with those hit calls growing up but uh yeah so he's feeding the pigs an old bob from the uh what department's he from? Uh, department of Health or Agriculture, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's coming for a spot check. Yeah. And he gets Snoopy. Mm-hmm. Tries to sneak a peek in the smokehouse. Fits <laughs> and scares the fuck out of him. That <laughs> he falls in a puddle. Bloody butcher knife. <laughs> he sinks in that puddle. It was a deep puddle. Yeah, it was. That's uh, that's where they grow mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so Bob's like, all right, I'm done. I'll see you later. And he drives off with his wet pants. <laughs> Just ruins his car's interior. It was a, a government car anyway, so what does he care? Uh, next note I have is Cliff Clavin and the Terribles. It's actually Ivan and the Terribles, but do you have anything else before that? The van comes cruising down the road. I think you might have the uh, clip for the next one I have. It's where Terry starts feeling uh, lonely because she's lost the one and only person she has in her life. And Vincent decides to give her a little assurance. (laughs) Meanwhile, Ida's eating a bowl of ice cream covered in whipped cream. Because it'd be like a... 60 to a 40 mix, ratio. Like a mixing bowl <laughs> size <laughs> portion. It's got to be a gallon or two. That's what her boss eats, right? <laughs> Did you say he eats like a gallon of ice cream? Or no, who was saying that? Somebody said that the other day that he well, ate a, eats a gallon of ice cream. Well, he had an event at work where they're giving out ice cream treats. <laughs> and uh, this guy we work with. He uh, he went up three times. Yeah, got like what three drumsticks or three ice cream sandwiches. Yeah, those Sunday drumsticks. Mm-hmm. And then he's they're like, oh, we have more if you want to take some. He's like, oh, I'll take some. And then we we're joking like, yeah. Then he probably goes and eats a gallon of ice cream at home because every day he eats bananas and yogurt at about eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of dairy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I thought somebody was actually here heard that once in a while he'll eat like a whole gallon in a night or something. Maybe. I don't know. I think Ida's got a got a beat pretty close challenge there. There's a lot of dairy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to be in the same room with her later that night. <laughs> All right, here's that clip. Feeling, child. So confused. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I don't know whether I should go back home or try and find better before you rush off anywhere. That was the only person that. Child, you feel all alone in this world? None of us are ever really alone. You do have someone. What do you mean? Well, you have yourself. Think about it. You've been blessed, child. Oh, the ways of the Lord are mysterious. The very fact that you're sitting here with us proves that it was preordained. Yeah. I guess you're right. Vincent, Ida. I feel good here. I don't know how I'm ever going to thank you both enough for being so kind to me and saving my life. Don't mention it, child. That's right. That's all that matters to us, child. That you get better. Now, you go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) You have yourself. (laughs) That's all you need. And we kind of touched on it before. Like Every time they got the TV on, it's one of these televangelists. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's either uh, this guy or Wolfman Jack. Yeah. And, uh... You know, that's what they're watching. They're all about the Lord. Doing the Lord's work is what they're doing. That's what they say. Somebody's got to do it. Population control. Yeah. Too many people. They're problem solvers. So uh, before we get to Ivan and the Terrible, is uh, we get our first glimpse of the secret garden. Because mm-hmm. old uh, Bob is snooping around at the uh, ivy-covered fence. Mm-hmm. And Farmer Vincent's like, mm-mm, shovel to the back of the head. Yep. So off screen, they slit his throat to the point to uh, I guess sever his vocal cords. Yeah. And then sew him back up. And then they plant him in the ground with just the head exposed. And they yeah. usually put a little canvas sack over the head. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing they put him in the ground just to kind of make it more tender, like veal? Is that kind of what they're doing? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I, I mean, that would be the explanation. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a satire, so it could be, you know, for no reason. But I figure, well, if they're stationary, their meat's going to be a little more uh, tender. I could see that. But then they also treat them like they're like plants. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, so are they meat or are they plants? Are you confused on what these people are? I mean, they don't really water them, but they do give them a kind of a liquefied food diet. Yeah. To kind of keep them alive for a little while. But everyone's just pissed because they're shitting their pants all day, every day. <laughs> and they just got to stand in it in the ground. And they make these horrible noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's what you sound like when your vocal cords get cut, but, oh, it's awful. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Uh, we also see that Bo is out there in the garden. So uh, that's where he is. He's not buried in the cemetery. Mm. I think that actually was Bo's voice. That, that one clip. probably, yeah. Because that was from right before Bob. Yep. Because I think that's Bob finds him, and then uh, and then he gets whacked, mm-hmm. and then uh, we cut to Ivan and the Terribles. Mm-hmm. John Ratzenberger before Cheers, not long before Cheers though. I think Cheers is eighty two. Was it that early? Yeah, it went for like I was thinking eleven years, like eighty two to ninety three. Let's see. Oh, maybe. Let's see if I'm right. That's probably about eighty two right. to ninety three. There you go. 271 episodes. And they're uh they're about ready to find a place to crash. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz their weed is too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh what was the trap for this one? How did the how did he get the uh he van b- to crash? He had bear traps. He okay, was laying bear out traps. bear traps. Yeah. And then the van hit him and and flipped. Um was there, there was four people in the van, one driving and three in the back, I believe. At least. Mm-hmm. Was, there, I, was there like four band members and a couple of groupies? Not sure. Maybe, maybe there was five total. Maybe, but. yeah. Because I think there were a couple of groupies they brought with them. Anyways, he brings them back, plants them in the ground. Well, he picks up Ida on the way. And then him and Ida. Well, he, he plants them first and then goes back for Ida. Is that right? I think. Because he has a surprise for her. And I have, a, I have a clip from that when they're in the vehicle. Yeah, I'm trying to think which scene it was where they brought out the uh, rototiller to plant somebody. If it was this one or if it was a, a different one. Either way, let's uh, go to that clip. This is talking about said traps. Like I said, it's a heart-to-heart. <laughs> traps work out okay? Yeah. You know, I'm just beginning to realize how important they are to me. The bear traps? How's that, Vincent? No, no, no. I mean the traps. Shooting out the tires. Chains stretched across the highway. And the way we had you lying by the side of the road next to that old Chevy we set on fire. (laughs) You know what I mean, the traps. Oh, sure. But how come they're so important to you? Well... Because they give me a chance to be creative. Oh, sort of artistic. Yeah. And that way, the work we're doing here will always be as special as it is important. Oh, I almost forgot. I have a surprise for you. <laughs> Goody, I love surprises. <laughs> it's so weird. It's, oh, it's it's as special as it is important. <laughs> Let's be artistic. 
Ida seems like like at first she's like, okay, you're I I'll play along. Mm-hmm. I'll patronize you. But uh then she kinda seems like she's maybe more sincere towards the end. See, I have the sneaking suspicion that Ida is doing all this purely for the meat. <laughs> <laughs> as, as long as she can, as long as she can put ketchup or whipped cream on it. <laughs> Uh, she probably cuts that ketchup with blood. You think so? Get a little extra iron in there. She had it in a uh, like a pump bottle. She? Yeah. Mix it all together, throw it in. Anyways, uh, so yeah. She had the big surprise was uh, old Bob mm-hmm. was uh, decided to drop in. And then, uh, yeah, we get to see the process of the uh, cultivator. And they kind of dig a hole, put somebody in it, bury it up to that is up the, to the scene. We were body's just, neck. We are just disagreeing on whether that was the scene or not. We were disagreeing if he went back to get her. Because he's out, he, the, the van crashes, but Ida's not with him. Yeah. So he that's what I was saying. He goes back to get her. He picks her up on the way to the, the garden. Traps work out okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get the big rototiller. Backs it up. Mm-hmm. What would you call all those weird lights that use a pretty much like hypnotize? The, the hypno thing, yeah. All the victims. It's funny because they do it to the uh, the band and they're like sending them on a psychedelic trip. Mm-hmm. They're all high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're going past Mars. <laughs> I think that's uh, maybe a later scene, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put a noose around their necks, and then they hook it up to the uh, the tractor, and then they put those hypnotizing discs out there, mm-hmm. and uh, he tells them a little story about uh, how they're astronauts, and then the captain is starting up the engine and counting down. Yeah, I guess that's what they would call harvest, <laughs> <laughs> which that you know obviously that is a later scene because they they feed them for a little while with yeah. those. It's basically like a snorkel with a funnel. <laughs> right. And then uh, when they actually break their neck, they just they pull the tractor. It's kind of funny because the tractor, the, the front wheel, it does a wheelie. And then uh, it just, their necks break and then they stop. Mm-hmm. I think the next scene is when we're introduced to Rapey Bruce. <laughs> At the picnic. The next scene I have is the picnic. Okay. I wasn't sure if he had uh, taken her out to, uh, remember when he drove her out to that uh, secluded area where there was other couples having sex in cars? That's after the picnic. Okay. Oh, I, I did uh, forget uh, when they're out there, show, when he's showing the surprise, Bob, mm-hmm. you know, and they're surveying their uh, their crops, Farmer Vincent with the, the line Takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Sure do. Which I don't... Is fritter, is that even a meat thing? Isn't a fritter more of a pastry? Yeah, but there's also... There's chicken fritters. You've heard that term, I'm sure. Well, I don't recall hearing that before. Let's look... (laughs) Let's go to the Wikipedia dictionary here. 
fritters. Fritter is a fried pastry usually consisting of a portion of batter or breading, which has been filled with bits of meat, seafood, fruit, vegetables, or other ingredients. Oh, I see. So I would contend that a boneless wing <laughs> is a fritter. Oh, I see. They're all battered, so. Well, they usually put about three inches of uh, breading on them. Yep. Like I said, it could be just a regular pastry because it could be filled with fruit. That's true. Or other ingredients. But it takes all so kinds of critters. So you're not wrong, critters. but you're not 100% right. It takes all kinds of critters. I didn't see a deep fryer there, though. Well, they weren't frying. They were smoking. <laughs> yeah. No preservatives. So he's not making fritters at all. I think our... <laughs> but I'm sure they have another... I'm sure they have a fritter, a fritter shack. <laughs> I can't I can't remember if it's in the next clip or not at the picnic. But there is a scene where he he adamantly denies using preservatives. It's uh, against his moral code to mm-hmm. use preservatives of, of any kind. Doesn't he mention it to the couple in the beginning? It's all 100%. It's all natural, you know. Yeah. No preservatives used. All right, let's uh let's get to the picnic. I've never really tasted ham before. It's true. <laughs> it just ain't possible to go back to regular smoked meats after you tried Vincent's. You can't beat the flavor. No wonder you're famous. How come I never heard of you before? Well, Farmer Vincent's meats are only distributed within a 100-mile radius. That way I can keep the quality high and the, and the cost reasonable. So how'd you get started? Well, in the old days... We couldn't afford an icebox. But Granny used to smoke everything. Chickens, rabbits, squirrels, eels, even frogs. <laughs> if it didn't move fast enough, Granny smoked it. <laughs> well, we had this old dog, see? And it, it used to bother Granny, barking through her naps and all that. So one day she asked me to shush it for her. <laughs> I shushed it all right. <laughs> Yeah, he sure did. He smoked that old dog just like a hog. <laughs> <laughs> that night, Vincent served it for dinner. <laughs> and Granny liked it so much, she nearly ate the whole pooch herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She was so grateful, she taught Vincent all her smoking secrets. She knew she was eating a dog? Well, Granny never put any distinctions on any of God's <laughs> creatures. She always used to say, meat, meat, and man's got to eat. <laughs> she sure loved that old doggy. <laughs> oh, it wasn't so bad. You tried it? Sure. It was kind of like goat meat, wasn't it, Vince? Yeah, it was um, a little more stringy. You want to know why Vincent's meat tastes so good? <laughs> why? What are you whispering? She's telling me why the meat tastes so good. It's because he mixes the pork with a... Uh, because I mix the pork with secret spices. And Ida knows how important that recipe is to me. Here, yeah, let's take a walk. <laughs> He's got to take a walk to escape the domestic dispute. <laughs> punches his sister right in the gut. He punches a, a burp out of her. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he gets so pissed. That's the most pissed you see in the whole movie. What are you whispering over there? <laughs> They're sitting right next to each other. What are you whispering over there? <laughs> <laughs> see, at this point... You would think that Bruce is in on everything. Yeah. Right? Because they're like, you know, Granny never put a, you know, label on anything. Meat's meat and man's got to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, so you think Bruce is like, oh, yeah, I know he's killing people over there. He's my brother. I'm the law. I'm protecting him. Especially when you find out the scale of how many people they've killed. <laughs> Right? Judging by the pond that's just filled with dozens of cars. <laughs> so you think, well, the sheriff in this town can't be that hapless. And then. But he is. He is. <laughs> just a hapless, you, rapey sheriff. You give him way too much credit for <laughs> for covering up everything. But he, in fact, is just clueless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Bruce, he, uh, he invites Terry to go to the drive-in. Mm-hmm. So he takes her up there in his cop car. But it's just the middle of like a wooded area. It's like... Uh, it's not heavily wooded, but it's it's, it's off-road. It's like a, a make-out spot for the teens. Mm-hmm. And he catches a bunch of people having sex. <laughs> he turns turns the siren and the lights on because, God forbid, he goes anywhere without it. <laughs> <laughs> Scares them all off. And then it turns out he's got binoculars to watch the the driving down the hill. Mm-hmm. For free, and he can turn it to the radio station. Watch yeah. the movie. He has it come in over. He has dispatch. Uh, put it on over the uh, the police radio because mm-hmm. he's a fucking shitty sheriff. Yeah, it's not like you need that police channel clear for any reason. The only reason there isn't a hapless deputy in this movie is because there aren't any deputies. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got he's got to cover. All the re- uh, all the dumbness of the uh, of the uh, whole department, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, he gets rapey with Terry. I I wrote that down. Kind of starts uh, to try and force himself on her. <laughs> she wasn't having it. You're too fucking anxious. Mm-hmm. He finally relents. <laughs> then he just takes her back. Right. Well, they uh, they get a radio that. Uh, Somebody's being chased. So there's those two women come across the cow crossing, <laughs> which, which is just a bunch of like wooden cows. Mm-hmm. Just set up in the road. Another <laughs> just cutouts. Creative they, trap. They look fake as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much time he put into those, but <laughs> they're pretty, uh, pretty artsy. I'm sure any farmer would love to to buy one to display out front. Mm-hmm. But uh, what happens to the one lady? The one lady gets out to try to move the cow. Yep. Does she get... Uh, I think she gets taken and the other one gets away. She gets gassed, right? Yep. Okay. And then the other one uh, punches it. She's got a CB radio, so she's calling for help. Mm-hmm. Vincent's chasing her. And uh, Bruce uh, decides to pursue it with Terry in the car. Uh, Bruce gets stuck in a pothole. <laughs> uh, He's never heard of rocking it either. <laughs> Doesn't try reverse once, just <laughs> gunning it. It's like when I tell you to 
to gun it, you gun it. He gets out the push. They get out of the pothole, and he face plants right in it. And so he falls in a puddle <laughs> in the mud. He goes face first. So he's done. And uh, Vincent gets the, the other lady, right? She crashes. Mm-hmm. And he takes her back. And he realizes he didn't put the no vacancy sign up. Yep. So there's some hipsters there. I, I wouldn't call them hipsters. You don't think they're... Well, they're swingers. Mm-hmm. They look pretty hip to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just call them hip, not hipsters. They're some hip swingers. So they, they see... They, in vogue swingers. They're inquiring about an ad in a... Uh, a uh, periodical that they subscribe to. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Bruce comes over to see if anybody heard anything on the radio. So, a whole lot of stuff going down. Vincent almost gets caught fucking around with his traps. And uh, I think you have the clip for that. I sure hope so. <laughs> Hey, this place is cool, isn't it? Well, we can turn up the heat if you like. Oh, that's right. You said turn up the heat if you like. That's too. That's Are you sure this is the right place? Howdy. Ma'am. Well, you look like a man who knows how to get down. Are you all right, honey? I'm fine, but we were trying to find some woman who was yelling that somebody was trying to kill her. Yeah, hey, Vince, did you hear 1033 on your scanner about, oh, half an hour ago? No, I didn't, but maybe it's because I wasn't listening. Hi, everybody. (laughs) When the party start? There ain't no party. Bruce was just asking me if we heard any 1033s on the CB. Did you hear anything? Well, as a matter of fact, I did. Some kids making prank calls, screaming murder and that kind of thing. Saw the truckers and Smokies go on wild goose chases. I'll have to report it to the Federal Communications Commission. Well, I guess I'll be uh, heading home now. Hey, if uh, you hear those kids again, you just give me a call. Will do. Good night, Bruce. I had a real good time. Thanks a lot. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, sure. Hey, uh, anytime you want a little uh, excitement, you know where to find it. Night now. Night. Now that Smokey's gone, do you mind filling us in on the scene? The what? Come on, the action. There must be some... Uh, Uh, Vincent, look. Here we are. Oh, yeah. Is there anything wrong? Oh, well, we just didn't expect to make this issue. (laughs) Ain't this great, Vincent? It sure Mm. is. Uh, cabin one... Ida will show you the way. You want us to uh, register? No, that won't be necessary. Dig it. <laughs> what do you say we meet in, say, oh? Ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fine. <laughs> and why don't you invite your daughter? She's not my daughter. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this way, folks. Uh, Vincent, um, don't forget your stretching exercises. Stretching exercises, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I just love Vincent's responses. You know. <laughs> oh, we could turn the heat up. 
No, maybe uh, because I wasn't listening. <laughs> I did notice that uh, Bruce does mention that uh, Terry knows where the action is if she wants. Uh, mm. She wants to get raped. Mister <laughs> <laughs> uh, Excitement, that dude. Oh my goodness! And then uh, so, well, Vincent does his stretching exercises. <laughs> The swingers get ready in their in their hotel room. There, they bring your daughter. She's not my daughter. <laughs> so they think they're gonna have some five way down there. Yeah, it's, they like Ida's overalls. They're very perceptive to Ida. Why they're freaky, mm-hmm. as we see once they get in the room. Uh, the uh, female starts getting her whip ready, mm-hmm. practicing that, and then uh, the dude comes out and. I don't even know how to describe that dress. Yeah, he had... Was it clear plastic? In like a tube top with a bra over it? Yeah, something. Yeah. It was very interesting. Yeah, I got a clip from that. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. I think it's the funniest. Edie, where's my jelly? Aren't you even going to shave? I always do. Just go to your phone and dial that number that you see running underneath your television screen right now. Hey. Huh? I wonder if they're into animals. I certainly hope so. $200,000. Oh, I can't take it when you wiggle that weapon. If you can't take it, then I'll take you. Huh? Warm me up. Let's get greasy. <laughs> oh. We do need this money to continue the telecast. Oh, that is for the end of the Oh, yeah. Fantastic. What? What? Oh! We didn't even get a chance to warm up, you know. Oh, great. You're into bondage. <laughs> Come on in, we'll all get down. Thank you. You look good enough to eat. Oh, I hope so. Oh, uh, listen, uh, do you want me to tie you up? Time me up, old man. Or do you want to tie me up? Okay. All right, tie me up, Hey, you do that pretty good. What is this, dog style? No, ma'am. Hog. I'm just about ready to throw in the towel. And I oh. Would you put your hands behind your back, please? Sure. <laughs> hey, listen, you got any pigs around here? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Nitrous oxide, Sookie. Ah. Sookie, me first. Easy, easy now. Okay. Not for everybody. Right. Okay, go for it. <laughs> wow, come on, let's go. Okie dokie. Listen, that, that doesn't smell like laughing gas. Oh, this is special laughing gas. What is that shit? What else? Oh. With this stuff, you smell it, and we do the laughing. <laughs> All we have to do is give to be happy. <laughs> Ida is so deadpan. You look good enough to eat. <laughs> like She's like super serious in this, in this scene. Like other scenes, she's kind of smiling and, mm-hmm. and laughing. With this scene, she's just like, "Yeah, we're gonna eat you." 
Come in with the ropes. Oh, they're in the bondage. Sweet. <laughs> it's hog. Hog style. <laughs> uh, so they got two more for the secret garden. Mm-hmm. I got to say, the the woman swinger, Yeah, she looked exactly like a, a schoolmate of mine growing up. Oh, yeah? Just 15 years older. <laughs> but the same, it's like same exact face. It was uncanny. I was... Maybe it's her mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, couldn't have been. Why but, not? Yeah, it was distracting when I was watching. I was like, God, I know that girl. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it's your favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well. I think the next thing I have is that uh, Ida catches Terry snooping around the smokehouse. Everybody wants to get in the smokehouse. Mm-hmm. But they got, you know pretty good eyes on it people want to find out what the big secret is yeah and so uh <laughs> she saw Ida get punched for it so she <laughs> wanted to see all the fuss was about and uh Ida's got a bit of a jelly belly so <laughs> i think she could take it uh but yeah she invites terry to go tubing mm-hmm. which terry's never been tubing before because she's not a good swimmer <laughs> Which is a pretty funny scene, too, because they're just out there in their inner tubes, mm-hmm. just out in the lake. Ida, just out there, you know, being big. Your old, uh, old-style <laughs> swimwear. <laughs> and then she takes a pin. This is, like, a, the biggest safety pin you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And she pops her own tube. And then she, uh, she flails, and Terry uh, is, like, freaking out. And then Ida pulls Terry down, and she holds her underwater. Mm-hmm. Till Vincent just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. So then it cuts to in the bedroom where uh, I guess uh, Terry's resting, and Ida's there. She comes in and apologizes. You know that she just got so scared. Yeah. She was drowning. That's why she latched onto her. And it's like uh, it's like the reverse of Back to the Future, where the Victim falls in love with the uh, the the person that's taking care of them. You know how in Back to the Future his mom is taking care of him and falls in love with him. Mm-hmm. It's the reverse. Yeah, Terry falls in love with Vincent, who has been calling her child for the last week and a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. And he's like, I can't have sex with you. We've got to be married. Mm-hmm. So he goes talks to the the reverend. He turns her down, but basically proposes to her. <laughs> yeah, that's where she takes her top off, right? Is it that one? Yeah, or? and he's like, you know, he covers her up. You know, we can't. Yeah, we have to be married first. I think that's right. Yeah, and then he talks to Wolfman Jack to mm-hmm. get him married. And then old uh, Reverend, uh, I don't remember what his full name was, but he uh, he spots Bruce just chilling in a squad car. <laughs> Reading some fine literature. <laughs> it's like, uh, was he's, it? He's looking at Hustler. Hustler? He's yeah. looking at Hustler. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the clip. And he breaks the news. Congratulations, Sheriff. What for? Surely you must know. Uh-uh. Vincent's getting married. What? That's right. He told me to order a service for him uh, tomorrow. I don't believe it. 
Who's he getting married to? Sheriff, is that a lewd magazine you have in your car there? Oh, uh, that? I confiscated it from one of the kids. Sheriff, please give it to me so I can properly destroy it. Oh, uh, sure. Here you go. Say, who's gonna be Vincent's bride anyway? Oh, that uh, poor thing that he rescued from the motorcycle accident. It's impossible. Well, the Lord's ways are sometimes mysterious. I'll say. See you later. Yeah. She wouldn't marry an old goat like that unless he put a gun to her head. But that's it. I bet the old geese are finally flipped out. Why don't you give that to me so I can properly dispose of it? <laughs> yeah, he's got quite the voice, Wolfman Jack. <laughs> He puts it in his uh, in his jacket pocket for later. <laughs> what was funny to me was they cut back to the motel, and Ida is also reading Hustler. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Terry's taking a bath, and Bruce comes to her rescue, which she doesn't need to be rescued at this point. Not quite yet. And he's like, you can't marry him. He's got syphilis of the brain, and he's dumb, and his pecker don't work. <laughs> except for vincent puts a shotgun to his head Mm -hmm. and says please leave (laughs) so now is it when he leaves when he finds out what they've been doing is that this time because he also he finds the uh pond with all the cars in it no around this time well, he, he leaves and then starts investigating the motorcycle accident Mm -hmm. finally that's right. He finds, he looks at the, because <laughs> the motorcycle's still there, just sitting there. It's just, yeah. And the uh, the bottom tires. He finds a chain what? in the in the wheels. Yep. And then he's like, hey, maybe I should go look in that pond over there, which the pond isn't very big or deep or anything, but there's just a shit ton of cars in there. Mm-hmm. Just like a foot below the surface. <laughs> like if it's dry for a month, those cars are going to start poking out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, but uh, obviously nobody's looking, so. Yeah. You know, there's only one cop in town, and he's an idiot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, while Bruce is investigating, this is when they start hypnotizing the crops and uh, using the tractors to break their necks. We already talked about that. And so they take everybody back to the smokehouse, mm-hmm. and Bo gets loose from the garden. Yep. Old Bo. He's kind of helps everyone else get out, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they're getting all the people ready that they brought, you know, to smoke. And Ida's too hungry to work. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes, eats her chicken legs with ketchup and her (laughs) potato with whipped cream. Mm -hmm. This is also when Bruce comes in to try and save Terry, right? Yeah, this is when Bruce comes to save Terry. And Ida dispatches of him pretty quickly yeah and then she takes terry over to the smokehouse mm-hmm. and then uh it is outside and all the plant people come and take her out yeah there's about five or six seven of them at there's least a bunch of them, yeah. there's a lot of them they just all gang up on her and they, so it's a bit of a, almost like a zombie movie because they sound like zombies <laughs> and they're kind of and they're a little atrophied from being yeah. on the ground for so long Let's see. Yeah, and then they, they're they talking about how 
they're trying to solve a problem. There's too many people and not enough food, and it takes care of, takes care of both. I wanted to point out earlier when they <laughs> knocked Terry out, did you notice she had some green champagne? It was like the most obvious <laughs> drug, yeah. drug job I've ever seen. <laughs> they're all like clinking champagne glasses. Hers is just green. Yeah, hers is... <laughs> It's almost brown. It's, it's like greenish brown. Like completely different color than everybody else's. I think that's also where he mentions on that quote, I'm going to marry my little girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's been calling her child since she got there. So. Yeah. And she pretty much is. How old do you think she is? Uh, her character. Probably like 19. Think that young? Maybe 20. See, when she made the film, she was about 25. Like, character-wise, I'd say, like, 24, 25. Yeah. Yeah. He's only 58. We established (laughs) this. He's not 70. (laughs) It's not like James Woods. James James Woods is, like, 60-some and always has, like, a... 20 year old girlfriend or 22 well james woods looks like he's more 58 than this guy (laughs) (laughs) even james woods now next to farmer vincent in 1980 and you tell me who looks old (laughs) all right so uh where do we leave off it's uh kind of the the final climax so Mm -hmm. vincent's telling terry you know why do this to solve a problem there's too many people not enough food Mm-hmm. And then he gasses. Kill two her. birds with one stone. Yeah, and then he gasses her and puts her on the uh, the uh, table saw, mm-hmm. like conveyor, whatever. Basically. Yeah, belt. I uh, I wrote down. Bow drops in. <laughs> Did he drop in from the ceiling? I don't even remember. Uh, he must have, because I don't think I would have said dropped in unless he dropped in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're always <laughs> writing little jokes to yourself <laughs> in your notes. <laughs> what would Arnold say in this? situation <laughs> but he gets pushed into the, the back room let off some steam Bennett <laughs> oh. oh so good uh, yeah Bruce comes in with the shotgun but uh, this is where Farmer Vincent comes with the pig head on and mm-hmm. the chainsaw and then a chainsaw fight ensues which is pretty amazing mm-hmm Second only to the Chainsaw Fight and Texas Chainsaw 2, I would say. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Are there other movies with Chainsaw Fights? Well, we talked about it on our Thunderdome episode because it's almost a Chainsaw Fight. It kind of is because Mel Gibson technically fights with a chainsaw. But the other guy doesn't, you know, he doesn't have Blaster a doesn't have yeah. a chainsaw. He's got something else. And technically he doesn't harm him with the chainsaw. Yeah. He... he I think Blaster deflects a couple of blows, so he doesn't attack him with it, but then it runs out of gas. That isn't really... If there's only one chainsaw, that's not really a chainsaw fight. Uh, Mandy has a incredible chainsaw fight. I haven't yeah. seen that one yet. Yeah. i got to watch that sometime. It's pre- I mean, it's like the chainsaw fight in Texas Chainsaw 2, but on steroids kind mm. of thing. Massive chainsaws. Nice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bruce gets Vincent, slashes him up a little bit, mm-hmm. and then he swings in to save Terry. <laughs> swings in. <laughs> Let's see. So, yeah, I think we're kind of at the end because Vincent's kind of on his dying breaths. Mm-hmm. 
and he bequeaths the motel to Bruce. Yep. And then he's got a final confession to make. Here are his dying words. I told you he's on death's door. (laughs) You can have the hotel and and the garden what garden secret garden at the end of the dirt road and and my animals you take care of my animals what's he talking about i'll take care of this Oh, oh, my, my whole life, my whole life has been a lie. I'm the biggest hypocrite of them all. What do you mean? I mentioned the first time I watched this, I didn't really know it was a comedy. Like I could, I didn't know what to make of it. Mm-hmm. And then that line hit, and I'm like, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, this makes so much more sense now. <laughs> it's like, the big reveal is that he used fucking preservatives. <laughs> and then it ends, the movie ends with a shot of Ida buried upside down in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their feet kicking all over the place. So that was it. Motel Hill. Yeah, basically uh, Bruce and Terry are free to advance their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Terry. Because uh, now she's smitten by him now that she or that he saved her life. I think Terry needs some real help. Yeah. She just needs to leave. <laughs> like, I don't know where they were going, but they were going somewhere. Yeah. Traveling through town. She has a home where she came from and then a vacation destination, either of which is better. I got to say, probably uh, her home is not a good place for her to go because obviously there's a reason why she's hanging out with Bo, who looks like he's (laughs) at least 40. That's just from the accident. That's. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. You want to get into some fun facts? Sure. Hey, everybody. Here's some fun facts. Apparently, uh, Farmer Vincent adorned with pig's head and toting a chainsaw was the cover photo and main story for Fangoria number nine. Ooh. The poor sales of the issue, whether due to the photo or other reasons, led to issue nine being one of the priciest and rarest fangos of the 80s. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, the climactic chainsaw duel took five 12-hour days uh, to film. That's funny because uh, it says here that the dueling chainsaws was an idea which con- was conceived during late. Uh, or that doesn't make sense. It was conceived late in production and was not in the original movie script. Hmm. So they're like, "Hey, 
let's do a chainsaw fight. And then they're like, you know, a week later, like, damn, which we didn't do that chainsaw fight. <laughs> that, was a lot of, that was a lot of work. Here's a fun fact. Uh, the original screenplay was uh, originally darker, more disturbing with uh, bestiality and a lot more violence, and it was not a black comedy. Uh, Toby Hooper was originally going to direct this movie for Universal Studios, uh, but when the studio balked at the bizarre project, Hooper also departed. Here's a fun fact. Talk about the age difference. In real life, Roy Calhoun is 26 years older than Paul Link, his brother. <laughs> Here's another fun fact. Uh, the role of Bruce Smith was specifically written for Paul Link. Uh, moreover, Link went to college with co-writer and co-producer Robert Jaffe. He did a pretty good job playing a, playing adult. Yeah. So there's a fun fact here because of the multiple chainsaw scenes, story elements of cannibalism and Toby Hooper's involvement in the early pre-production stages. The picture was likened to compared with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, I swear I've read other places that I guess the idea for the screenplay was kind of a take or, you know, almost a satire of Texas Chainsaw. But you also just said that the original screenplay didn't have the black comedy. Yeah. So I'm guessing they probably started with an idea and then they're like, well, that's all right, but let's do it more of a satire. Yeah. They probably changed it during the production. Yeah. Uh, Publicity for this picture stated that it was the first major role in a motion picture in quite a while for lead actor Rory Calhoun. Calhoun was around 57 years old when he started, when he started in this movie. Hmm. Well, that doesn't say what the last one he did was. Very well. The screenplay for this film was written years before it went into production. The film had a difficult time finding backing. In 1978, it was picked up by the Camp Hill Company and was shot and completed in 1980. In all, it was nearly three years from the time the script was written to the final release of the film. All right, I think that should about do it for the fun facts. I would say that I was really excited to see this film for the first time yeah uh, so i picked it up a couple of years ago because it was kind of rare uh you didn't see it all that much on tv mm-hmm. um i was a little disappointed because i don't think it holds up all that well yeah but it's still i think a good idea and has some funny moments it's enjoyable i'd probably give it a last resort but yeah I, i'm good with that last yeah. resort i think you do like it a little more than i do or at least you appreciate the comedy a little more, maybe. I think if you understand that that's what they're going for, you mm-hmm. you get a lot more out of it. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's not like I wouldn't say it's great. There's there's little subtle things that that are funny mm-hmm. that that you can laugh at and enjoy and you know appreciate. But I mean, it's not the it's far from the best movie I've seen. Yeah, it's also I mean it's. It's very unique for the time it came out. There yeah. have been too many movies like this in 1980, <laughs> you know? I don't think so. I mean, spoofs weren't even really popular until this year with Airplane coming out. Yeah. I mean, there was similar things before, a Kentucky Fried movie. Sat- there's, there's plenty of satires, but, mm-hmm. you know, nothing, I guess, quite like this. Like it's it's very unusual, and I can understand why like people would see it and be like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, some of the imagery is pretty sweet, though, especially with the pig's head and the chainsaw. Right. That's pretty pretty sweet. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I can see people watching it and be like, this isn't funny, it's not scary, it's not clever. Mm-hmm. But Oh, there's Cliff. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it tries to be a few different things. So, mm-hmm. All right, well... Uh, you can reach out to us. Email us at watchthismovie at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at watchthis underscore movie or Brett at positivelywolf1. Check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com. And please rate and review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. And we are now currently on Spotify mm-hmm. and Podcoin. Yeah. As of today, we are a bonus generating podcast on podcoin sure are so and uh brett where can they get that lovely merch that you designed uh you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash wtm watches movie the link is in the my twitter profile if you need to find it um should also be in my pinned tweet Still working on the promo code. Old Teespring's customer service not very helpful with that. So, mm-hmm. it is horror <laughs> if that works for you. Yeah, seems like it's kind of working, kind of not. So, try it out. Mostly not, but you know, give Check it a out, shot. Uh, Brett's Twitter and my Twitter as well for updates on that. But promo code horror gets you ten percent off, or at least it should. I complained on uh, Twitter about Teespring not answering my DMs, and they said, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Please DM us." <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but, right, yeah. uh, yeah, we appreciate any help. Yep. Uh, it would definitely help out the show and we're about to expand and get some new equipment in the coming months. So this would really help out. Uh-huh. Other than that, we will check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right. Check you later. Bye. Wait, man, why do you always shut your door, man? What are you talking check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you off my case.